Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Bobby Moore and Sir Jeff Hurst The Trevor Brookin' and Billy Bones A Paolo Gigano West Ham United We celebrate our victories We stick together Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, we're back. Uh, it's still we never still... left. We never left. No. You're back. Yeah. Well, you did a little gander, but that's a different series. You know, you don't know yeah, the listeners. So. You're quite right. It's very, very different. You're very, right. very different. By the way, I did listen to it, and I want to congratulate both of you on a, a propaganda. If you haven't listened to it, listen. But I didn't like the little snide dig at the beginning, Len. <laughs> I was I just listened, checking if you were I listening. Listened, that's, you listened. know why I put oh, that. Oh, we in. got rid of the dead wood or whatever you said. Yeah. Anyway. You're a liability. Yeah, I'm very thick skinned, so I don't care. Well, and you I'm, need to be. And I'm a lot lighter. Um, oh, our, is a, are we having a way in the weekend? Oh, we should do. We're meeting yeah. up, aren't we? We won't say we're meeting up because we don't want to be mobbed by our listeners. Do you know what? I actually what, think. All eight of them. <laughs> yeah. Now, they, where we are going, there actually used to be scales there. And obviously, you know why there's scales there. Oh, we could have a way in. Yeah. Oh, an official way in. What do you reckon, Lynn, Nigel? Shut the yes, fuck mate. up. We'll... <laughs> <laughs> you must be getting close now. Oh, oh Nigel. I've not said it twice this You've got to start the new, new season. Reveal, for that reason, I'm not going to reveal my weight. Uh, I've had to say it twice today. Jackie, oh, but I walked I like into salad. a calf and she, the, the woman knows. I only go in there once a week and she knows what I have. And she's like, number four, no no egg, extra sausage. I went, no, can I have a jacket potato, please? Oh, that must have hurt you. See? After yeah. going there for sausage and egg. And going anyway, and I haven't introduced you. You don't know oh. who's here. You know, the booches might be in the background. So I'm. We're still, we had a, a discussion off air. We are calling this season 11. So that means it's episode 40. As Nigel said off air, I don't think we reached the 50-watt episodes we reached uh, last season. Not with that um, The Booches were washing their hair. You're not going to get them in the summer. Yeah. Gonna... Oh, no. Oh, no. so lucky to get Actually, them in the winter. not true. We've got a little bonus coming, haven't we? 
Are we never going to pull that off? No, we are. We are. I'm going to bring my little... So we, we are going to try... You're not and taking your dick to phone. I am going to take my dick to phone. Uh, what we're going to try... Uh, if our little get-together in East-ish London... Um, it's definitely what do you mean East-ish East London? London? It's definitely East London, isn't is it? Is it? Yeah. Well, of course it fucking is. E-14. <sighs> is it? Give it okay. a one. Okay. Um, yeah, you have big place though. Um, the ledger building, ain't. Okay, <laughs> I thought we were going to sports bar. No. Oh, lucky enough, I didn't turn up. Anyway, we'll, uh, we'll tell you. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's get on with it because we're, we're like three minutes in. We haven't said anything. Um, Nigel, where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my shed. Shed man. Shed the full version so uh, George can win uh, get free PM royalties uh, no George tonight no John tonight not a surprise but we have got Canning Town Lynn where are you, what are you doing? I'm at home watching a 4k slide screen of Dagar's work Ooh. doing a podcast with you with my feet up Ooh. digesting my Ooh. food what have you been doing over the summer we didn't last very long were you like you two didn't even last very I think one week off you go oh no you know I need a rest <laughs> need did we a have rest. a week off we did didn't we yeah we, did we, did, yeah. we had a week off yeah but yeah, propaganda is a rest Sean because it's a yeah. rest I did like I did I spoke to Nigel you know I really liked Lou uh, real down to earth towner He's the only other person I've heard use the word towner, but he is related to... uh, Because he knows it's a real thing. Yeah. Made up by Nigel. Hold up, hold up. You heard it, though. You heard it in his... They they used to play local boys. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he said... said, I remember him saying, you know... There you go. Called Alvin Martin a scouser. It's our culture, Sean. And he said, us towners... Might not be yours, but it's ours. Our towners used to do the the Upton Park Berlin ground... And he said, and the out-of-towners used to go to, to Chabwell Heath and, yeah, and tidy up there. Up there. Yeah. yeah, It was closer. They were the out-of-town. It was in like, Essex. Yeah. Up to Actually, where, where Lou grew up is, is um, Wigston Road. You obviously don't live there now, so I can say. So that's where he lived, Wigston Road, which, of course, is famous because that's where the West Ham Supporters Club was formed. There you go. There you go. Yeah, with it's got a new thing saying East. Anyway, um, if you haven't listened to Propaganda, Season 2, Episode 1, with Lou. Uh, you know what that means, Sean? What? It means there's more to come. What? Yeah. Oh, oh keep us going. More. Anyway, we thought we'd talk about some stadium news, some transfer news, and a few questions, didn't we? They've got no games, you know? Although, uh, we're recording while... Um, strange, we're playing hungry. Um, is Nations... League Cup, whatever it's called, important because no one seems to think it is. When it was invented, yeah, I thought it was a great idea because yeah. what it was is it replaced friendlies, yeah, and so it made it competitive. Not only that, is by grouping teams together, so playing Germany, playing Italy, playing Hungary, or even though Hungary have just been promoted into Group A, it. it they're competitive games, but it also gave the lesser teams, like the likes of, I mean, if you look, Gibraltar got promoted into Group C. So, the, you know, if they're just 
playing because they were playing the likes of like Andorra. So if you group like equal teams together, it, it gives them the benefit of actually winning games. What what fun is it to be like Luxembourg or Gibraltar getting smashed seven nil in in meaningless friendlies? Have a little competition. They have their little Greek group with the Faroe Islands and 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 teams like that. And you know one of them will get promoted, so they'll get a chance to, to push themselves. So I think the layout of the tournament is a great idea. Playing it in June, though, is not a good idea for me. Yeah. It should be done when... Bowen starts tonight, um, and Rice is on the bench. Yeah. It's And this is the thing, playing it now, it's, it's a bit of an anomaly, because normally you'd want to put your best team out, when you're playing Germany, when you're playing Hungary, when you're playing Italy, you want to put your best team out all the time. But you can't do it to them after the seasons that they've just had. They, I mean, there's some of these boys have had barely enough rest since COVID, the first COVID lockdown. And yeah. Finished, and we were back in football in June, weren't we? It's not been almost non-stop football since then, nearly two years. I didn't know football was on. I'm going to have to turn me... They go off now, don't I? Yeah. Actually, it's, it's well, to be honest, I was, um, I was, I've set the cricket to recall because I was listening to the cricket Ooh. on the way home. Yeah. And that was um, by far and away I've got, not that I won't, I'll watch the highlights of England and the game, but uh, Johnny Bairstow, I'll take you. To yeah, so I heard about it. I I'd watched yeah. a bit of it over the I weekend. I was listening to it on the radio. It was the um, best way to take in cricket, the old... Uh, Test match special, and um, yeah, it was um, entertaining to say the least. Was it? Well, to do what I mean, I know it's not a cricket podcast. Yeah, but but to I mean, he he scored the second fastest century by an Englishman, and in fact, if if he'd have had a bit of a jolly up, he could have broke the record because he did it in seventy-seven balls, and the record set in nineteen oh two was seventy-six. So. Um, but then I think he, he, he smashed 136 off of 92 balls. That, you know, that we uh, when they come out after tea, you know, they needed 160, which is a tough ask in 35 overs, nearly five and over. To do it with 20 overs spare, it was almost, at one point, it was like a 2020 game. It was like six, four, six, six, four. Fantastic. If people don't like cricket, go and check out the highlights of that game and come back to me. Cool. It is, it is the summer. We, we should be in time. Yeah. You know, years ago, the cricketers, you know, Jim Standen, blimey, he won the county championship, I think, with Worcester after winning the FA Cup with West Ham. You know? There's the Abridge cricket match on Friday. West Ham 11, an old West Ham 11, the playing Abridge. They, they're reigniting an old tradition yeah. started by John Lyle, that he was, his brother was the captain there. Oh, right. And always had the cricket match before the season started. And in Abridge, it again. Taking it. Yeah. 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 Well, it was, you know, people forget. I think Bobby Moore was a, was, was a good cricketer. Jeff Hurst could have played. I think Jeff Hurst had one game for Essex. Actually, um, didn't score any runs. I think it was naught and naught not out. But he, he did um, have one first-class game for for Essex, 
quite a few of the others, I think, were top class um, cricketers as well with their time. Yeah. Um, Graham Gooch, obviously, used to train with us, who was an uh, England legend when I was a kid. Anyway, I met outside Upton Park. Yeah, yeah. I met a Gucci outside outside Upton Park once. I was talking to Ian Tompkins, Sean. Oh yeah. And he was there to meet Gucci to take him into the ground. And Gucci come up, and Ian introduced me to him. And I'm not one to go quiet or be lost for words. But when I looked to see it was Graham Gooch, I was like. I become a bit of a bum. Like, I used my ear. I was a kid. And he was like, "Oh, thanks." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So, any more with cricket? No. No. Oh, anyway, let's 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 talk a little bit of news, and then we move yeah. on to transfers because we don't want to say the transfers because if we say the transfers up front, everybody will just go off, you know. So let's talk about. News. <laughs> what you think? Uh, personality is kind of there. Tension. Yeah, right. well, you know, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, it's a bit of, you know, after these messages, uh, season ticket, first news. Um, did you renew, Len, by the way? Did you know I there? fucking did, because you yeah, said I you know, did. Yeah, I know, I know you did, but I just wanted to say, sorry, listeners, uh, uh, Nigel, did you renew? No. That's a lie. <laughs> well, why fucking ask? Why well, ask you? Look, it's a bit of podcast uh, goal. You... We're trying to play along, guys. Come no, on, play nice. I did because it ended up being it's a bit work related this year, so I renewed. Yeah, well, you're, you're not a lot. You're not alone because ninety-seven percent, considering the cost of living, considering you know even even me, you know, filling up all my cars bloody expensive at the pump now even though i've got electric one of them's electric car filling up the other cars it's it's costing hundreds of pounds um the cost of living all the other pressures and still 97 percent renewed their season tickets that is amazing absolutely amazing i don't think there's anything to do with the board but that's loyalty for you is, well. is it is it because we've had two two of the best seasons ever is it we scored a goal in every home match, what what is it? Why did ninety seven? That's that's beat previous records. Nigel, let's start with you. Why why did ninety seven percent renew? Yeah, feel good factor around the club on the pitch. Um, the way, that, you know, despite there is some negativity, the the fact that the way we've performed two seasons in the top seven's never been done back to back. You know the the European run to the semi final, um, even even the you know the the League Cup, knocking out Man United, knocking out you know Man City, getting to the quarterfinals of of there as well. You know it's just a good time to be a West Ham fan, realistically. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know we'll see about next season. Um, who knows what did happen. it did it surprise you ninety seven percent? No, no, because the the thing I've always said, and you know I've said this on going back to the days of Upton Park, is you could sack everyone in the marketing department. They could stop sending everyone <laughs> these crappy emails every day, and what and they people did still was, renew. Yeah, no, I know. Put a team on the pitch that we get. Yeah, them, now you have said that in the past, and That's you true. will That's have so. people queuing. Yeah, we ain't got sixty yeah. odd thousand. We've got. Real waiting list, probably now. 
Yeah, well, there's, as you know, there's another two and a half thousand seats. I think 1,800 yeah. of them in the new West Ham, which we'll talk about later. Um, Don't but, you think they should just was open about it up? 15... Give us the 66,000. Do it. Give us the 66,000. If we can sell the tickets, let us sell the tickets. 1,500, uh, I think, didn't renew. That's not a large number. Two and a half thousand. So um, I think we're, we're talking about 4,000 new season ticket holders. I know a number of people that have been contacting the list and... And are really pleased they got a call up. So I don't. I think they sell those um, four thousand really easy. Um, and let's just hope we have another good season. Um, anyway, uh, as you know, I've been missing the London Stadium so much um, uh, that I went to. Um, Oh look, George has just upset. I sorry, I know that. Sorry, just George has, has said, "Are you having a secret podcast?" Oh, there you oh. go. Yeah, he's he's upset. Um, oh. lucky would have joined. Send him the link. Um, and say, come on, join. Uh, or message him back saying, "Do you want to join then?" Because you know, the more the merrier. Um, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure he said he didn't want to join. Anyway, soccer aid. I went to soccer aid. I wanted um to. Do you know what? There's what part of me said. Well, I want to see Noble play one last time. Uh, it was a Sunday. It was a nice day, but I wanted to have a bit of a nose around the stadium. You probably worked that out. Um, and some of the tickets, the posh tickets, you know, in in the lower, were like seventy five quid. I mean, you could you could buy corporate hospitality as soccer aid if you want to be by the stage for like three hundred quid. But I, I was a bit like Nigel. I bought a cheap seat, um, ten pound plus a one pound booking fee. Uh, for my son and, and £21, including the booking fee for me. And I was in, I was in two, four, five, but, but it was nice to walk around. There were 50, it was a sellout and that surprised me because I only bought it a week before. It was a sellout, 50,000. And the reason it's only 50,000 is if you haven't seen my pictures and I'll put them on Facebook, they've uh, taken the first seven rows off. They've pushed the, the North and South stand back completely. And this was the same for the National League final. And they've taken chunks out of the West Stand and, and um, some of the East Stand. Uh, they've got steps down ready for the concerts, which is Green Day and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, so there's these new steps they've stand. And they've de-branded the whole place. So there's black carpet down. They've covered over the West Ham on the seats, um, had UNICEF stickers and stuff on. Um but it looked very different. I'm sure you saw the pictures. Um, but do you know what? It, it was crazy because there was a large family there. The bars were empty. Right? You could get a drink really easy. But the food, there were queues of like 50 people. Of course, before kickoff, they ran out of food. Typical London Stadium. You know, who knew that 50,000 people were coming? They ran out of food, uh, particularly hot dogs. Um, Finley wanted some candy floss. I kid you not. It, hate me for saying this, £9 for candy floss. <laughs> £9. Pounds candy £9 pound for fucking roasted for sugar. sugar. It's, 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 it's sugar. Fucking hell. Nine quid. He's and fucking joking. It's it. a joke. Um, you paid it. Yeah, I did pay it. Shut <laughs> up. It was the only place well, without a queue. I could do a, a bit of candy floss. How can you yeah. go on about the cost of living and pay £9 I know. for candy floss? And it, they, they were selling out of candy floss. They sold out of candy floss at £9 a pop. Um, oh. Candy look, it was good. Look, uh, it was good to see Mark Noble. He was the only one I think that paid ninety minutes. He was the only one that was match fit, and was you a know, bit slow. I thought. 
Well, you know, it's not a proper game, is it? And he, you know, it, it looked like when so we got awarded a right. penalty, he, he wanted to take the penalty. And they sort of said, no, no, celebrities take the penalty. And Mike Wright took it. Uh, I didn't I did, know. Yeah, I was going, see, I'm who's Chunks? Who's H? I was going to Finley all the time. Who are these people? That's what you do every Saturday. Yeah, Mark Wright, though, played for Crawley, didn't he? Yeah, no, he's, he's all right. No, but oh, he, he was played a fool for, for the Crawley. first goal. Was it last season? Yeah. Did he not play last season for Crawley? So he's not a celeb, was he? He was like pro. He was. Yeah, it's he his was fault. We, they lost. Yeah, I know. Redden up out. How, uh, how desperate you got to be to switch that. But you know what? Here's, here's the funny Mark. thing, right? I'll tell you a secret. I didn't stay to the end. Um, oh, Hugh's on the phone. It is, actually. But uh, <laughs> I've come out of retirement to uh, uh, do a story tonight. Oh, right. I, I'm only semi-retired now, is my official line. Oh. Um, anyway, just a um, semi, Sean. So, so the the first forty five minutes ends. You know, one all, two penalties, a bit of a laugh. You know, and we're having a, uh, you know, Mexican waves, which I know you love. And there was these blowing bazookas or whatever, and you know, all the stuff that you would only get at a, 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 a soccer aid that you wouldn't get at normal football game. Oh, and you could drink beer in the stand, right? You can watch football at soccer aid oh, and drink beer in the stand, oh, but if it's a competitive Premier League game, you can't drink beer in the stand. What's that all about? So what they're saying, it wasn't really football. That's what they're saying. you got to look at the other way yeah. around. Reverse well, engineers. But anyway, get to this. because no, I, I know this saying. is Sam likes Robbie Williams. So... It was a bit naff. It gets to half time. You think, all right, well, you know, Robbie Williams. So they got us to sing Angels, right? Which was just awkward, right? Because no one really sung it and everybody's got their lights up. And then, and then they started bringing on a stage, right? And anyway, 20 minutes later, they've set up the stage and then they ask us to sing Angels again. Anyway, 35 minutes later into half time, Oh, Robbie well, Williams. What are the pissed up women like? Yeah, Robbie Williams turns up in this weird suit, sings Angels, sounding crap on the PA system. Absolutely awful. No wonder they've got a tender out for £1 million to replace it. It just, one, I think Robbie's seen his best days. And secondly, it just sounded awful on the PA system. You imagine? It just, it just didn't sound right. Why they went to the expense of putting that stage on there. But then, of course, it's another 20 minutes to get the stage off and the game start. So I kid you not. It's it's forty five minutes of half time yeah. before the second half kicks off. Well, me and Finley just watched the second half kick off. We thought we'd watch it on the TV on the way back. So literally, we waited till Robbie finished, and we weren't alone on this. The second half kicked off, and we were in the lower tier by then, just looking a bit of it. Took a few last pictures and and pissed off and watched the rest on ITV on the uh, Jubilee line on the way home. Good Wi-Fi, better than the bloody London stadium. I can tell you that. Um. You didn't like it then. It was all that's, right. That's what you took forever to tell us. Yeah, it was it was all right. And and if nothing else, I had a little nose around. Now what they're doing at the moment is it's moving to Monster Jam. Are you going to Monster Jam over you two? Nah. Which you know what? We're meeting on Saturday. We could have gone on to Monster Jam forever at that secret location where we're meeting up in E fourteen. Um I'm and we could have gone on with money in their pocket. So monster well, leave jam. the fucking spoons to go to the fucking West Ham. Oh, so, your Coco. What I found out, Monster Jam, I did a bit of research. Obviously, I did an article because I've retired. This week, so obviously they had the national final in the soccer aid. They're dumping 
six uh, seven and a half tons of dirt on that pitch. I mean, it's obviously they put that plastic down first. Seven and a half tons. It's like massive of plywood and plastic, and they build this great big mounds for monster trucks. I don't know. I, I, I'm, some of you may know what monster jam is, but how is that pitch going to survive after that? And then this Saturday it's monster jam. Then they scoop all that seven, seven and a half thousand tons of earth up and all the plywood and the plastic and everything. And then it's got to be made into a concert for the next two weeks. Um, I think the last game from memory is a 20, uh, the last concert is the 26th of June. So what are we at the moment? That's only like 10, 12 days away. And then they've got to build the new West Stand. Now, I said this to Nigel, and I don't think I said it on the last podcast, but my understanding is the Betway Cup, you haven't heard anything about the Betway Cup, and I doubt there is going to be a... I might be wrong, I haven't got this officially, there might not be a Betway Cup. Um, Fucking one cup, bro. Uh, in, uh, well, I'm sure that we're, we're probably obliged to have a Betway Cup, but I think it might be in in France. Um, well, the Betway Cup... Yeah, we're in Evian, so so maybe like we did one in Germany, we might do it in Evian. Nice drop of water. Or, or yeah. maybe, maybe. I've actually been to Evian, it's very nice. Here. Yeah, or, or maybe it's in um, Scotland, in St Andrews, who knows. Uh, but the West Stand, right? So it is a little bit, as I came out of retirement, I wrote a story yeah. a few weeks ago and said, you know, the the, the the stand is not most people are not going to be closer to the pitch and then last week I wrote a story saying well some people are going to be closer to the pitch and, and Hammers News have repeated this going you know insider backtracks I mean like this is a story right but obviously it is they've written two stories so so yesterday I wrote another story after our friend Stell who's out in Torremolinas uh, on the beach I spoke to him 27 degrees nice one Stell um, pointed out that I was being disingenuous with the story. So I decided to print, I don't know if you've seen it, Nigel, a blueprint of the old stand versus the new stands. And there's no arguments. I don't know why people haven't done this like Hammers News. So it is true that some people will be close to the pitch. How many, Nigel? 22. 22. <laughs> it is, if you zoom in, it's 22 people either side of the dugout, 11 each side, will be close to the pitch. So it is correct to say some people will be close to the pitch. Most people will be further away. Because if you look at the two sides and look where the yellow current stand is and the new black stand, then people are going to move sides. Now, the second thing. Will, they are going to reduce the gap, right, in between the stands. That is sort of true. At the sides, the gap is going to shrink, right, because it's going to get longer. Right? Or wider, whichever you want to call it. But in the middle, the gap in the middle of the West Stand, it stays exactly the same. So it is a little bit of marketing to say that they bring in supporters close to the pitch. Yes, 22 they are. To say that they're reducing the gap, yes, but only at the wings. Um, but also, you've got to remember there's 11, 1,800 new seats in this West Stand, right? They are shunting people. In the middle is a new £1,500 1966 seats. And they're pushing people to the sides uh, for the cheaper seats. Um, if you haven't read it, the story, I'll put the the, uh, the diagram on, on the 
on uh, the, this uh, uh, Facebook group. Um, and we can, you can see for yourself, you know, there's no mystery. You don't, Hammers News, you don't need to write another story, right? Get people to look for themselves. There is one other piece of uh, info I've been given on this. I don't know when it will be ready, but from the end of June, they've got obviously to um, August to get it ready. And that is, um, I've been told that West Ham are actually contributing. It costs 11 and a half million, as you may know, to replace the North and South lower stands. It's costing 14 and a half million to replace the West stand. I've been told by Club Insider that West Ham are contributing 10 million pounds in two five million pound tranches. They paid five million last year. They're going to pay five million this year. That's what I've been told. It was part of a deal. I don't know what they get from that. Who knows? And there's one other bit of information for the first game of the season. Now, again, this is just putting two to get two together. But um, I I have seen that, that the Olympic Park, Queen Elizabeth Park, is having a celebration. Because you may or might not know that when we get to July, it is um, the 10-year anniversary. I was there on the opening of the uh, Olympic Stadium, as it was then. And they've got a celebration that goes up to the 8th of August. Now, it doesn't say what the celebration is, but they've got celebrations in the stadium and the park, etc. Oh, it's ten, the 10th anniversary, isn't it? It's the 10th anniversary. So does that mean, is that a little hint that our first game is away? Ah. Is it? Because they're still running their celebrations for Olympics up to the 8th of August. That's supposed to be the first um, game of the year because it starts early this year. Anyway, maybe the, maybe the football's <coughs> part of the celebration. Maybe it's the PS um, de Resistance. The players come back on because of the new start of the season. The players come back on the twenty seventh of June, not long uh, to go till they report back. They do all their normal blood tests and their bleep tests and all this lot. Um, and after that, uh, they're going to. I don't know exact dates, but they fly to St Andrews. They do their usual St Andrews in Scotland, and then they do their. Um, uh, they're then going to Evian. The Booches have never been so busy. The reason I'm hesitating a bit is the Booches are going backwards and forwards going, what are they doing? How Backing come they're re- going, recording oh, they? a podcast without telling us? And, and, and oh, John's not on uh, Facebook. You've made so it awkward going... for Saturday, ain't you? No, he, he'd be fine, right? Backing, yeah. Not on it, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to turn it on silent. I'm going to want to see what they're... Anyway, um... Obviously, people on international duty won't come back straight away. So Rice and Bowen uh, have got their contract to have four weeks. So I don't know how much holiday they got in before international duty, but you'd think only two weeks. So when does international duty finish? Is it tomorrow? Anyone know? Nigel? Uh, today's the last game. Last game. For so England. one would think they'd be released tomorrow, would they? I would imagine so, yeah. So, what would that be? What are we on at the moment? So, they they, they could they maybe come back a week later. Um, we're playing. It's been announced. We're playing. I did say we'd keep it local. Ipswich, Boreham Woods, Reading, Luton Town are the ones that have been announced so far. I would imagine they're going to do some in Evian. And maybe, maybe a match in St Andrews. Who did they play last time they were in Scotland? Who did they play last time? Yeah, didn't they have a friendly? 
I know they were training up there, weren't they? Oh, they didn't, didn't, uh, Dundee. Dundee, yeah. that's it. Well done. Yeah, Dundee. So, I don't know. Maybe they've, they've got some to announce. But I've heard Moyes wants to keep it local. He doesn't want to what, travel. Scotland? Well, he wants to... Yeah, he doesn't want to go abroad. He's turned oh. down lucrative contracts, etc. Uh, last bit. Shareholders... Um, uh, Trukin, uh, I, I, I've already got his name wrong. Daniel Kretinsky. Um He got a dividend from... So his wealth has gone down because the share of Royal Mail has, has tanked, right? And, and, and he's lost a lot. But he got a dividend bonus last week of £30 million. £30 million from a dividend payment for the, the 10% shares. It was a £300 million dividend. He got £30 million. And I know the shareholder meetings. If you remember, the... Board, so, hold up. Dividend from what? From home. From owning the shares. The profit from, from that was West made. shares or No, no, from... Office. Sorry, um, I should have said Sainsbury's. Yeah, really? Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's. He owns 10% oh, of Sainsbury's. Fucking hell, Sean. He's on a fucking Sainsbury's podcast. Um, he earned... Yeah, but it, it's interesting that he's got that £30 million. Maybe he can throw it our way. What I've been told is they're meeting on the 1st of July, the board. <coughs> They've got a series of meetings... Remember, part of the new ownership of you know Sullivan with thirty eight percent and Daniel with twenty seven and Gold with twenty five and eight percent with Trip Smith and the rest with with uh, Daniel Harris and um, and uh, Terry Brown is that the business strategy gets agreed on the first of August first uh, of July and that any any amount has to go back anything over a million deviation from that has to go back to the board and any purchase over two million also has to go to the board so my understanding is they've got a series of meetings probably virtual that will discuss investment opportunities starting from the first of july why they didn't meet before that maybe they're all on a day i don't know but i expect things to start moving soon and i did do a little article because i know nigel loves this on the 2020 free takeover and you know people believe there's a foregone conclusion that when we get to march 2023 they just sell out and look i asked some people who know people and they said look gold is 85 years old right and he's got about eight, um, 500 million right of investment sullivan is 74 i think and worth 1.1 billion. What are they going to do by selling the shares? What are they going to do with their lives? You know, what are they going to reinvest that money on? And and it's an it's a question that needs to be answered. And what I understand is their point of view is they only want to sell the club, the controlling interest in the club, for someone who can take it further. Right? They don't want to do a Birmingham where they sold it to a Chinese man. Or was he Hong Kong? I don't know. Uh, and and obviously he ended up in prison and, and you know Birmingham now is in a bit of trouble. They want to hand over their stewardship to someone who can take the f- club further than they can. Now on paper, Daniel has three billion, as that was announced in the Sunday Times rich list. But he's got to show that he can put the money where his mouth is. He's got to show he's going to invest money in transfers or give loans and this summer will be an interesting one on how far he's prepared to fund West Ham if you look at Sparta Prague (coughs) which he owns 50% and he's the president he took over in 2004 and if you ask their local fans he's failed to 
overinvest in that club to make it go next level. I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Is he just an investor or is he our next owner that can take the club to the next level? I don't know the answer. I'm not sure either of you two. And that is the news. You can, you can come back now, Nigel. All right. Um, I don't think he's the answer. No. Term. Frank, yourself. Um, he's rich, but I, I just think he's... He sees it as an investment, like and you know, like he owns twenty percent of Mal and ten percent. No, but it ain't that. I think the thing is, he only owns forty percent of Sparta. So wouldn't he have? If he'd have done anything in football first, I thought he would have done it there. So, and the funny thing is, is the more money he spends at West Ham the more disliked he'll be at Sparta for not spending it with him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, It I seems agree. a bit of a, you know, a strange situation. Um, unless we tie up a deal with Sparta and they sort of become like a feeder club to us, but it don't look like that is, yeah. is in the pipeline or anything. So I don't, I don't know. I'm like ambivalent now to the ownership of the club. Yeah. The, the, the thing is, is that, I, I listen and I, I, I see all these Americans trying to buy into English football clubs lower down, um, state ownership of British Premier League teams um, now, as as well as like the, the the fabulously wealthy people. I've I've for me it's it's not about the Premier League. Yeah, I, obviously I want to be in it. And, and I want West Ham to do well, but I don't set my hat on being a top four team, not bothered. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. And I, I don't get how people can think. If you throw in the likes of Newcastle now, so we finished seventh. So many people have complained about finishing seventh. But when you look at it, we were the best team outside of the, the so-called top six, who, who financially are far and above us, anything. So to, to just to do that, I think to finish seventh spot, that's an achievement. And it's not a great achievement. And we did better last season. And strangely enough, if we'd have won the last game of the season, we'd have done better this season. But it, it's, it's still an achievement. It's not a level playing field, the Premier League. It's a... F Competition-wise, it probably is the most competitive league in Europe. That's because when you look at the French league, the German league, the Spanish league, you know you got three teams in Spain, one team in France, t two at a push in Germany. Even though the same teams won it for ten years, maybe one. Um, I, you know, I just I, I would. If you look at the ownership structure of Premier League teams, I'm not going to go down the road of saying I like what I've got, but I'll just sit by and mm -hmm. wait for them to die. And oh, that's <laughs> really a mean thing to say. Well, no, well, it ain't. I'm not die. saying I want them to die because nature will do it for me. What I'm saying is I ain't going <coughs> to sit here and, you know... I'd... Gold may go on to be no, like the Queen. He might reach 100. Yeah, I love that bit with you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you talking about in your I'll best like voice, dip him in wax. Uh, in your best voice, <laughs> could you uh, do a, a Sullivan Trouncer roundup? Uh, Is there? Any, I, I 
don't keep up with transfer news. That no, no, no. But shit. if you know, I'm. Uh, could you introduce the transfer roundup, which I'm going to do? Have we not oh. had the transfer roundup? No. Oh. Tell it all in for Sean. Remember to boost up the money. Make me sound like a big man. Well, actually, funny. Thank you for that, then. Uh, funny enough, Mr. Sullivan's been away. His, his, his young lady's been posting on uh, Instagram about him being on a Jet 2 holiday. So, you know, the rumour is that it's um, it's it's Newman and, and Moyes doing the work. Look, it, it, it should be no secret we're about to close on our first transfer. I mean, obviously, Oggy and, and, and both Fabianski got new 12-month deals, and, and they were done some time ago. But... Um, Elgard, uh, how how do you pronounce his name? The Wren's centre back, left sided. Elgard. Elgard. Well, you'll pronounce it anyway because you're a lot yeah. of fucking verbally dyslexic. So, so he uh, look. It, it's no secret. It's close. It's close. It's been close for weeks. But I, I my my senior source says it is close. Uh, obviously, it's never done until we signed on the dotted line. And as we speak, record tonight, it's not done. You know, I think there is agreement with uh, the French club, friends, uh, that we've come to an agreement. Um, I've been told that is 35 million euros, which is 30 million quid. I know Sky is saying 20 million quid. Why do sometimes it differ? Well, often, depends on which side you are, you know. Well, we know what side you're bred, but... Well, you know, Renz may say, well, we're receiving 20 million quid. Other sides may say, well, it's 30 million quid with the agent fee... And add-ons and everything else. You know, you've got to look at what your investment is. So one side will downplay it, one side will upplay it. So, you know, upplay, sure. Um, yeah. Well, I think it's thirty million pound with add-ons and an agent fee. I don't know what the add-ons are. Whether it's twenty-five up front and five million of add-ons, or the agent gets two million. Who knows? But it's a thirty million pound investment, which will be the marquee signing. Of the summer, and that might disappoint some people. Yeah, it, do, it does. Fucking right, it does. It does mean that uh, I've been told this evening that uh, Diop is uh, will be surplus for requirement, um, and and could be sold if if an, an offer comes in. Uh, I'm a bit disappointed in that. I thought I thought Diop was still a young, you know, kid, and uh, well, not a young kid, but young man, and and could make it, but. Maybe it's not to be, you know, as it stands, um, you know, Declan Rice is not for sale. Gerald Bowen is not for sale. Doesn't matter how many stories there are. They're not for sale. No official inquiries have come in. No official um, bids or offers are coming in. So, you know, you could say what you want and there could be stories all day long. But I don't think either of them are going anywhere this summer. Uh, We've spoken about. Um, both Thomas Suchek is available at a price. You know, if we can get £35 million for Thomas Suchek, he's uh, not signed a new contract. Uh, he wants, I think, somewhere around 95 grand a week, as I said previously. Uh, he's not, he's on about 50. He's not earning anywhere close to people like Vlasic. Vlasic, they would like to go out on loan or permanent. They would like to cut their losses, but a loan would be acceptable. And I think he's being lined up for that. Um, Ariola, um, I've been told by someone in the know, don't believe the hype. Um, Newcastle have got no interest in him whatsoever. Uh, Fulham couldn't afford him. 
and therefore it's complete paper talk and agent talk uh, that they're coming in at the last minute. Look, we all know he's on 125 grand a week with PSG. We were only paying 25 of that. Obviously, we're going to have to pay a lot more. My understanding is we will most likely reach agreement around the 85 mark. And good luck to him. You know, if that's, if that's you know, his job is to get the best deal we can. Um, I'm, I've been told by multiple people, Jesse Lincoln will not come to us. It's not yeah, going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Uh, he, I've been told he doesn't want to come to us. I've been told David Moyes really likes him and really wants him. have been told he does want to come to us. Doesn't want to come to us. Okay. I've been told he doesn't want to come to us. I don't, I'm pretty sure I don't need to be told. Well, uh, I when, thought he when, would. When, no, it surprised me. This is the problem then. with transfer rumours. It's only in the negative he doesn't want to come because we just forever well, get a link with him because he, he had a good... Sus- yeah, well, he gets it. And, and, you know, who knows? That's a brave whether... statement, whoever said that, Sean. And I'll tell you why. Let's weigh his options up, yeah? If he wants to play for uh, a big club, yeah. Yeah, he's left Man United, who were on yeah. the slide, and he yeah. did not very well there. So yeah. he ain't going to play for Man City, he ain't going to play for Liverpool, he ain't going to play for Chelsea. Yeah, I can't see Tottenham going in for him. Arsenal, I could possibly mm, see him I see now. him going abroad. I really yeah. do. Newcastle no. or us. I don't I see him going to I thought he wouldn't have been near his family and shit. Yeah, I don't, Maybe I, he's going I, to Oldham. I don't see... Look, I've been told by three people now, and they're all saying the same thing. Uh, his dad is his agent, his brother. I just don't... You know, I know Moyes really likes him. I've been told that. He really... And look, one of the frustrations I'll be told is, you know, Moyes, we know he's going for targets. We just can't land. You know, Ollie Watkins is not going to come to us. Jesse Lingard's not going to come to us. Wald Prowse is not going to come to us. Why are we yeah, wasting this, time this, yeah, but this is on those kind of targets? Hold on, hold on. Right, but the, and this opens up sort of a little separate debate there in that the people that's, that maybe speak hypothetically to say, why are we going for these targets? These ain't our targets. Yeah. When actually, when I look at it, they're the type of players I would expect West Ham to be going for. James Ward-Prowse plays for Southampton. No disrespect, we are a bigger club than Southampton. Yeah. Yeah. And if James Ward-Prowse, I can't see him getting into um, a top six club. I can't see it. So actually, therefore, we are a good place fit for him if he wanted to yep. leave Southampton. His loyalty to Southampton maybe as such, I don't know. But what I'm saying is, it's always worth asking the question. Yeah, maybe. So, and 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 this is the thing. We're, we're, we're fishing in a very small pond, aren't we? Yeah. And there's a lot of other fishermen around the bank. So... It's very difficult, so you have to sort of throw your line out a bit and see what comes back, isn't it? You never know. You never know what might happen. So it's hard to sit there and go, oh, these are players that we've got no chance of coming. You don't know unless you ask, do you? You know? No, you don't. Um, I think just people are getting nervous. You know, time's moving on. The board's only meeting now. And, um, 
and, and where, okay. why are we not, why have we not signed him? Do you know, this is a look. This is a big fuss about nothing. Market's just opened. I know, and I understand. People must have been scouted and looked at. There's a list of players. We know there is, but you know, it just doesn't help anyone. Well, look, I, I've just people. seen on Twitter someone moaning that we didn't sign. Um, Who's who's the Liverpool player Nunes? Yeah, that we'd not signed him or the other one that Liverpool signed, Diaz. Yeah, literally moaning we didn't sign them. The club ain't good enough. In 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 uh, and and yeah. I just want to look and think, what freaking time zone do you live in? I don't get it. I don't get Nunes where... and Diaz. Yeah, and literally they like they're it. sort of doing their nut. Because we didn't sign them. Hmm. The, the, the Basuma like, one is a bit strange. I don't know. It was we in for Basuma? What's that musical instrument? Well, Basuma, it's it's he's the Brighton kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who's who's on police bail? He is, yeah. Under investigation of sexually assaulting a, a lady, allegedly. Yeah, well, Tottenham. Well, sounds like one so I I was told he was offered to mm. West Ham. But not this summer, some time ago, and we turned him down. Oh, right. I know he's now being linked with Liverpool, but I find that a bit difficult to believe. While he's on police bail, facing a, a case of sexual assault, innocent till proven guilty and everything, why would we sign him? Sorry, why would Liverpool sign him? Well, it ain't Liverpool, it's Tottenham. Oh, Tottenham then. Why would Tottenham sign him? I don't know. Well, and the, the funny thing is, and this, this is where I don't want to keep popping people on Twitter, but I obviously I see a lot it. of people on Twitter where they sort of any rumour regarding other clubs, they instantly believe. They instantly believe. So if Tottenham is rumoured to be buying this Pesuma, oh, we have more. You know, they believe that we got offered to him. You know, they probably ref- read it on some tin pot site somewhere, Sean. Um, <laughs> and the, the, we got offered him and whatever. And, and they believe that. And well, you know, yeah, I it, believe it. I mean, I, I know the source, a very, very good source. Who, right, and th- but then I'll throw that back to in the Asian guessing, world. You know? did, did, you lot, did you lot put the story out as well? What story? About Basuma being offered the Moyes. Yeah. Right. What benefit is that? It's uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Where it's is not, the benefit? Uh, it's, it's not my story, and and it, it would be oh, wrong for me to comment. Right. Yeah. Well, anyway, look, it wouldn't uh, be wrong for you to comment. You, you got an opinion. Where is the benefit? No, there wasn't of a benefit. That story? There wasn't, and that, and that, there do wasn't you see what I'm saying here? Yeah. And this is the problem but, I have. But you know what? It's you know we talked about this before. It's a business. It's there to bring good and bad news and not just, it's not good news. Um, it is not. It's, it's you know, sometimes a bad news, sometimes it's good news. That's not um, news. It's, it's right. fucking dog That shit. can only be negative. Can you not see what I'm saying? <coughs> that can only be yeah. negative. Uh, and there but, is but no you see, way when you Information is traded, right? Information is power. If you get no, something, knowledge what, is power. Knowledge information is power. Ain't, right. information, information ain't in, power. 
information is traded, right? And and if you got told something and you're looking for exclusives because there's so many reports and every churns and everything, right? You you use that information. What are you going to do? You know, if you're a journalist, you sit on it and just go, yeah, I'm not going to write that because that doesn't play well. Everybody wants to know everything, right? Nowadays, we live in a in a world where I don't want to know. It's a West Ham news story that we were offered a player which we turned down that turned out to be a very in the end a very good player, regardless of at Liverpool. Yeah, was so we just went through that with Halea. He wasn't a good player for us. Good player for us. Not my story. I'm semi-retired. Um. On the transfer front, look, I don't know about anything else. I do hear that... What about Dennis and Saar? Well, Dennis and Saar are interesting. <laughs> I was about to say that. Dennis and Saar oh, sorry. Are, thunder. Is, are interesting players because... Um, obviously they're not in, a firm of lawyers. They're in, a, they're in a, a relegated club, and I hear they're kind of players Moyes wants, and I'm sure you're raising it because I, I messaged you on this, uh, because they, they don't not... They're not traditional strikers. They play anywhere along the front. You know, right wing, I think, one of them. And and, and therefore, that's the kind of thing he wants. He wants the players that can play along. Flexibility that can play alongside Antonio uh, rather than replace Antonio. Uh Um, But that's all I know. And and I wish I knew more. I've been told by one senior source they've got every confidence that Moyes will do his business been told by another senior source that they're not as confident they're frustrated. So who knows? I don't know. Maybe Moyes is keeping all of his transfers, except the two we know about, up his arm and he's going to surprise us. Before you say something else, maybe we're in complete and utter shit, right? I don't know which one. Fair play, you know? So up his arm! <laughs> there, there are so many stories, you know, and I could repeat them, but I know nothing about them, and I'm not just going to repeat stories and do a cut right, based on a Sean. podcast. Right, but I will Sean. say is the place to go for your transfer regurgitated rubbish is is uh, six foot two because you've got a new transfer centre nicely. Oh, not you too, Nigel. Nigel, promote your transfer centre. Well, uh, well, yes, there, it's there nice. Is a... He's done a good it's job. Nice. <laughs> No, Gavin, it's nice. It's nice. It 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 does transfers. It just gives the people the news. It well done, Andy. It One spin out. It. Yeah, good, it's good, all good Andy's work. work. Yeah, you know, you know, I think it's a good good addition to the site. Andy mans it, and um, I, know, I did I'd... say to Nigel the other day. I said, "Why did you have a pop at me on Twitter?" He went, "I never had a pop at you." I said, "Yes, you did on your six foot two. He went. I don't always run that. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't. What did you Andy. say? What did you say about Nigel? Did you mention his wife? Uh, Sean? No, no, he had a pop at me. Oh, sorry. What did you say about I Sean, Nigel? I didn't, I didn't say anything because it was someone What else. did six foot two I don't know. say about you? I, don't, I can't oh, remember. I can't he remember. remember. He had a little moan out and I went, oh, yeah. Oh. It's not, it, look, six You're foot two. You're just as bad as each other. He's a team. Yeah, it's a yeah. team effort. A you know, team? We've, got, okay. we've, got, we've got, you know, anybody that wants to join the team is welcome, to be honest. So you um, can get someone there on there specifically to slag Sean off for yeah. you. 
and not you don't get the blame. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, but I do do it for my own account and other people, apparently. Yeah. So I'm uh, not going to do actually realizing. No more transfer news. Go to six foot two. Listen to all the transfer. They even link Clarence and Hugh. There you go. Yeah, but did you see what they call Clarence and Hugh? What Clarence view? No, you didn't yeah. see. So you didn't. Oh, no, Clar- you um, oh, no, 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 I know, and I have heard of this. Uh, I think it's listed at the moment as Sullivan and Hugh. Ah, <laughs> very funny. Well, um, I did. I did actually. The funny thing is, when Andy set it up and he sent it to me, and I had a look at it, and I, and I did go back to him and go, "Yeah, not sure about having them on there." And then I thought, "Do you know what? That's a bit petty of me." Yeah, it is. So. I thought, no. Well, if you're going to have transfer tabbing and, you know, you know, at the end of the day, it's just a conduit for you to have. Now, I like all the videos of the players that he's put on there. Yeah, it's oh, nice. Right. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. It's it's nice. He's done it. We don't, we don't, like, we don't go and, and pretend we're in the know. We just. You just do like little scan reports and links to them. Yeah, so still does stuff. Oh, that's all right. Uh, there's a countdown clock that tells you. Oh no, no, still shuts. fucking goes fucking on and on about transfers. Yeah, well, I mean, so if you want to watch his videos, they're all on there. So it's like a conduit, more like it's almost like, like a, a compendium of like transfers. Yeah, like a, oh, fine. That's what it is. It's just a centralised. Well, I'll, I'll give you, you a, have a, like a little bit of a break. I'll give you a, a, a late <laughs> bit of transfer news about Stell. Yeah, go on. He, he made a late transfer bid for my son to uh, work for him on a, okay. on a youth podcast he wants to launch. All right. What about West Ham? getting a bit busy, actually. Yeah, he, want, he wants... He's got another um, yeah. youngster in mind, still, too. Just do what you fucking And do. Uh, he, 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 he's made a bid now. Obviously, I'm I'm Finney's agent. And, oh, you know, we're, just, we're not sure the transfer we, we will We need go more through. West Ham YouTube channels. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We're two 15-year-olds not talking. Another three... Yeah, yeah. I've seen so this would be a youth one of two 15 year olds not talking about well, stuff. Who's the other 15 year old? I don't know. Alf's son, I think he said. Oh, right. I don't know. But yeah. we could, we could have Paul Walker's it, son, it, it, we, who, we who where every time we meet him, he says nothing. He just. <laughs> Paul goes, You can talk. Mm. Uh, yeah, I just. I, I don't know. It's, there's a lot of places that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Just feel the need to push content out. Content, content, Tom. Not uh, me, I'm semi-retired. Talking about oh, uh, one off. thing I missed from the London Stadium, and I want to thank you, because on this podcast, right, we were talking about electricity costs of the London Stadium. Yeah, I can't believe you've done this. And what did you say to me? If I were. You should put in a freedom of information. I said, I yeah. will. So they replied. That was tongue-in-cheek. Was it? You've got to say that. Because I wrote to the London Stadium and asked them for their electricity bills for the last two years. Why did you not tell me it was tongue-in-cheek? Anyway, now I've done it. I'm going to have to give you the stats. Um, electricity costs have gone up by 50% in the last 12 months. The London Stadium have confirmed. The stadium owners paid £1.3 million for electricity. They want to turn year. the lights off for yeah. a bit earlier. Then. This year, it's nearly £2 million. £1.938 million. Right, 49% increase. Now, I, I, I bet you're asking, how many kilowatt hours did they consume? Well, I can tell you, Nigel, 9.7 kilowatt hours in 2020, 2021. I guess the pandemic helped with that. And they're up to 12.1 million kilowatt hours. If you've seen a picture, right, at night, and I, I, I did a picture on my article. If you go over, they've got the grow lights on and all the lights on. So no wonder they consume an extra 25%. That's an amazing amount. Um, Maybe they grow dope in there. So then I asked them, you know, how much does West Ham pay? Uh, and what do you think their answer was? Nothing. They went, they do not pay any electricity. Uh, but they pay for, and they say, they pay for the offices, the retail areas, the director's lounge, the players' lounge and the manager's suite. Um, so they said in 2020 to 21, they paid £46,000 in electricity and gas and heating. And this year, uh, to date, they've paid fifty grand. There you go. £2 million bill, West Ham pay fifty grand of it. Um, thank you. Share, Sean. Thank you for reminding me to put in the freedom information. And next time, when you're joking, you need to tell me it was a joke. Oh, well, it's bored the life out of people for 10 minutes. There you go. Um, is there any other news items we want to cover before we go to Christian time? Um, news. Got any news? Lee? Or anything you want to ask me? Uh, free postage and packing for UK from com, Father's Day. Oh, nice. Still time? Uh, of course, up until Father's Day. Well, you up can't send it out Father's on Father's Day, can you? No, but I, I, not everyone uh, that takes advantage of the postage packing is going to be a Father's Day gift. Because I've been oh, got pushing Father's Day for a few weeks, so I think most of yeah. them have got it now. Any film but news? Like, Any film news? Uh, nothing I want to share, but okay, yes. Okay, fine, fine, good. All right, maybe next time, later in the yeah. summer. Uh, are we are we ready for 
this. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, question time. Where you, the eight or nine listeners, get to ask Nigel and Len questions that they set earlier today. Nigel. Impromptu pub tonight with Len, Sean, and myself getting quick. Anyway, that's what I said. How many got in quick? Uh, oh, I don't know, actually. Not many, Benny. No, I should think so. No. They weren't expecting it. Better things to do. Did the, did the, did the booches put in a question? They're, they're probably, Why are you recording without us? <laughs> well, they're probably watching England getting beat by Hungary at the moment. Yeah, I so, heard that. Yeah. Uh, so, all comments. Right, here we go. So, let's go. First up, it's old Apple Chops himself, Myriam. Oh, Evening, God. gents. Uh, Williams, the uh, wizard of Erefshire. How stupid was that bird to land by the stooge, who no doubt promptly looked for a recipe which contained woodpecker and ended up finding one for pork insider? Oh, uh, that's your uh, picture of the woodpecker. Well, you know what? I was I was going to cricket on um, Sunday. My son was playing cricket at, uh, at St. John's School, and uh, which is local. And on our way, because the school's very close to where I live, um, this woodpecker landed next to me, but I didn't know what it was, so I sent a message out to Twitchers and said, "What is this?" And loads of people answered. Uh, it's a great spotted, me. great. Did you know it was a? You didn't say it was a great. Someone had a joke and said it was a pigeon, and then said it was a Cockney sparrow. What did you say it was? Woody woodpecker. Yeah, but it's greatest spotted woodpecker. I'm, I've oh. not seen a woodpecker before. Oh, I'll get them in my garden. Oh, do you? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. there you go. Not me. Mm. Here you go. A little bit of uh, it's not it's not bird podcast though. Ornithology, no. we call it. Sean. Oh, that's it. That's it. Well done. You're welcome. Didn't know you were a twitcher. There you go. Oh, there you go. Don't know a lot, do you? No. Well, we've proved that over the years. <laughs> uh, did did the stooge says Marion uh, see my new seat when he went to soccer aid? Not been built yet, mate. So no, I don't know where he's moved to. No, it hasn't uh, been built. Point. Uh, hasn't been built. I don't know how he got on with moving. The club weren't really playing ball. Uh, you know, they, they, I've seen it said more than once about you can't move down a band. Um, I've told you that. I told well, you I that. managed it. I know you did, but you're special. I've told you the no, policy no. is, and I told you at the time, that you can't well, move down a band. that's wrong, isn't it? It's that's not right. Wrong. So... Uh, anyway, he said, how many players do you think will be linked with but will end up being too expensive? He's going for 20. 50. I'll I, I think about 18. Um, and next week, he's off to Glastonbury. So he's Ooh, got a nice. music question for me. Should I go see Paul McCartney and find someone young and hip? I think you should go see Paul McCartney. Hmm. Because for two things. One, he's 80. Um and um, though I haven't seen the Rolling Stones a couple of years ago, and it was a bit, I'm standing there watching Mick Jagger prance about, uh, um, and I'm thinking, you're a bit old to be doing that. McCartney will just be a bit more respect, respectful to stand there, not dance. Sing a couple of his classics, and at the end of the day, he'll, he'll be dead in 20 years, where someone young and it won't be, so you can see them in 20 years' time. Is, um, is the Pink Floyd playing? Don't start. <laughs> I knew I, you were going there. No, that's not. Terrible. 
You don't, don't want me to sing Pink, Pink Floyd again. Don't ever sing Is that ruined that song? What did he what did yeah. he sing in Pink Floyd? He said comfortably numb, but he kind of spoke so, it through. There, there's no there's no Pink Floyd. When when we first came on air, he said, Is anybody out there? And and so I stung comfortably numb back to him. Oh And he went, Don't ever sing that again, you've spoiled Pink Floyd for the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Colonel Richard Kemp asked, "Does the gang enjoy the cricket?" He says, yeah. "I know it's not a cricket podcast, but a great performance from England." At that yeah, time. no, I was. Um, I watched a bit of it, not today, but I watched it on uh, Sunday. Yeah, um, what bit did you watch? Uh, Root getting. Root. Um, oh, what did he get, Sean? Uh, he got a fifty, and who was his he? partner? Got, he got a hundred century. Um, that's when oh. I was watching. All oh, right. What's I his guess. name? What was his so, partner? Who was his partner at the time? Well, there was a few, but I mean... Who got the century? Well, I think Root got 170. Sure. Yeah, and who, who was who was one of his partners? Uh, was it Folks, was it? Oh. No, it wasn't Folks. Um, I'd, I'd Stokes smashed a, what, a few. Yeah, well, it was... I can't remember, but I, I don't... You know, I do watch a bit of cricket now and then um, before I get bored, but I, I, I watched about... I don't know, 40 minutes in between events, cricket and <laughs> soccer aid. And, and it was good. It was very exciting. I think at the time we were chasing uh, 320-something to, to uh, for New Zealand. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Okay. Don't do a cricket podcast for Christ's sake. Yeah, no. Well, did I tell you? I'm, I'm trying no. to learn. Because <laughs> I, I got my son plays... <laughs> My son plays for his secondary school and he plays for the local town, Levet, uh, Cricket Club, and um, I'm the under-15s. And, and obviously they, they always want help. So I'm, I'm trying to learn how to score and how to umpire. <laughs> it's bloody complicated. Oh, scoring, sure. I think I've got. i am just got down to scoring. I use play cricket to do the scoring. But umpiring seems really difficult. There's a lot of pressure. At least you're away from the buffet in the pavilion, Sean. Well, yeah, sometimes I have to provide uh, the half-time um, refreshments, you know. We take yeah. it turns, yeah. You know, even in under-15s, there's, there's a certain etiquette about, you know, tea time and everything. Yeah. I mean, you lot at the Posse Street Party, I'd see you as well. <laughs> well, we like to try. In the street. Where do you live? It didn't even look like a well, street. Well, we've got a we've got square with a grass area, so we put up, obviously, marquees and... Well, um, no Albert Square, was it? No, it's a, it's a private state, obviously, but um, oh. it's it's um, I mean it's not Is gated. That where you or was anything. last night? <laughs> no, I was somewhere else last night. Oh right. Uh, yeah, yeah, in Weybridge, which is uh, it's quite nice. Yeah, I bet I'll Google where it was. It was like you're not allowed in, Nige. That's what Google said. Well, they do. <laughs> in, interesting you say that because St George's Hill does have a number recognition. They don't really let tradespeople into that estate, to be honest. No. Your your um, number has to be registered before you can get to go mm. on the estate. Yeah, to so your guest, you've got to register your guest to go on the estate. Uh, Cliff Richard lives there, or used to live there. Cliff oh, Richard right. used to live near me. Did he? Um, well. Before he was Cliff Richard, obviously, when he was Harry Webb. Council Estates, I don't remember oh. you. Oh, well, I he remember was that. from Kent. No, he's from Chesham. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, hey up, gentlemen, says AI Sean. 
Tis the pod in honour of England's dismal performance tonight. Uh, when is Mexican wave Whetstone off on his oldies? <laughs> I'm off to Mexico uh, in July. Yeah, oh. my first holiday. Uh, so I did chuckle at my poll. Sean was more unpopular than Boris Johnson. <laughs> Who'd have thought that? I did vote in his poll, actually. I did oh, what, vote. what, for you? Yeah, uh, yeah. He then says he loves the transfer centre on sixfoottwo.co.uk. Lots of great content, even though it's the off-season. But today I educated people about why Hungary is the birth of the West Ham way. Did you read it, Sean? Sorry, my son started talking to me in the middle of that. Um, I've got a new electric bike and we're just bleeding the brakes at the moment. So uh, can you repeat that? Why is Hungary the birth for the West Ham way? It's a really good question. I've got no idea what the answer is. There you go. Uh, You can find out on sixfoot2.com. There you go. I will do. he has got a question. Is the Nations League a waste of time given the early state and mid-season break for the World Cup? Brady out. Brady out. I think we sort of covered that. Rem- yeah, I remember the World Cup's only in the winter this year, isn't it? Mm. Well, it's come round now. It's in like a long time. Way, well, know. I thought the Nations Cup was supposed to fill in in the odd years that when there weren't a World Cup. and a, But obviously, because they played the Euros of 2020 a year late. I don't know if this is like an overhang. Do you not think they play too much football? Yeah. They do. They're not going to have any more with the bloody November World Cup and everything. Yeah, I just I just think that there's too much football played at the moment. And and I think the governance of football is its worse position than it's ever been. Hmm. Um, Guys, talk amongst yourselves. I've just had a source call me. Let, oh. In case there's some breaking news, let me call him oh. back in case oh, there's a bit of oh, sauce. Oh, so oh, I'm oh. just going to go on mute. You, you talk amongst oh, yourselves, yeah? Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. No worries. He's got in the yeah. fucking fridge, isn't he? Oh, dear. Some it's fucking sauce. Yeah, ketchup. Faz and Island fucking scotch egg. Yeah. Fucking oh. hell. Don't, I only had one pork pie with my salad tonight. I'm hungry. Oh, uh. unlucky. <laughs> you can't stop at one. Was it a mini pork pie or a full yeah. size one? I was, oh, sitting there looking at them. I was sitting there looking at them. And my daughter loves a pork pie as well. And I'm like, are you, I'm having that pork, are you having a pork pie? And she went, no, oh, I'm going to have one in a minute. She went, why? I said, because if you don't have one, I'm going to sit here and eat, the, and eat them. So take what you want and I can put them away. Right, I put them out away. Um, sorry, it wasn't transfer related. So uh, oh, right. I, it wasn't interesting. Oh, so. oh right. What did he want? Has he it, forgot his it, uh, it was non-transfer related. Oh, what well, a source is ringing you for non-transfer related. Yes. Oh, right. Uh, Sometimes people ask for favours and favours uh, for sailors, you know. Oh, right. What's X up to then? <laughs> Who said it was X? Oh, no. I'm just, sorry, I was just fishing there. All right, my handsomes, how's your summer holiday going, says Dodsey. He's uh, just been golfing, and he. I just see pictures of him on Facebook, just golfing well, every he's day. A land of leisure, isn't he? Man yeah. of leisure. Uh, do you feel like me if you listen to all the rumours and transfers going out? We won't have a team left. Bowen, Suchek, Rice going, etc. I mean, that is true. Talking to Stelios, he did put a good post up the other day, I think, on his Facebook group. 
which sort of alluded to the fact that if you believed a lot of the rumours that were going round, we're looking to get rid of, move on, possibly sell, or happy to 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 push out of the club. Near enough, every player we've got in our squad. That's not true. So, Fabianski. Fabianski signed a new contract. Yeah, but we'll take it or leave it. Ariola, unknown. He's going to sign. Well, with that, unknown at the moment. Did yeah. Oh. Cool. Uh, Bowen. Not going off. anywhere. Rice. Not going no, anywhere. But it's been rumoured, Sean. I, I'm, I'm, but telling I'm telling you. No, no, no. I'm telling you. These are what has been rumoured. Right, if okay. you are someone that believes all this stuff, yeah, you could possibly convince that West Ham are going to have about four players come yeah, August. Yeah, agreed. And that's why I called it. It's, it's all this nonsense. Look, look. Um, Vlasic, as I said earlier, will probably go out on loan. Suchek would go if we can get a, a shitload of money for him. And I'm not sure they're convinced with um, Benny if we could get a valuation, which we probably won't, and get our money back, we'd probably take it. But, you know, there's a lot of ifs and buts there. We're not going to let them go for free. And the likelihood is that we won't get £35 million for Suchek and his day, and we won't get £25 million for Benny. And, you know, no one will come in for Masuaku. So, you know, all these ones have been rumoured to be off. Uh, it's only if valuations are met, right? We're not letting them go for free. Do, do you know what? I'm going to do a Mystic Meg prediction now. Go on. I think we're in for a world of pain next this coming season. And oh, I great. think the fan base is not going to be able to deal with it. When people like me would just be sitting there going, well, Told you so. Told you so. No, not told you so. Like, but the, the people, the, like the, the more and more, more and more of the fan base winds itself up. Yeah. Yeah. And and this is the thing. They wind themselves up over transfers. The the, the progression word is always thrown out. Do I want I want West Ham to win every game? Do I yeah. think they will do or do? No, there is a difference. I fully understand we ain't gonna do it. I accept the type of football club we are. We ain't gonna be challenging and, and you know, I just, just win a cup. That's all I ask. Yeah, ain't too enough. much to ask, is it? Uh, Dodsy did consider. What do we think about the new kit? We, we haven't covered the new kit, Sean. What do you think of the new kit? Would you know what? Um, no, I don't know what's why I'm well, asking. Well, I tell you what. What? When I went to Soccer what? Aid, there were hundreds. Who, who keeps on making that noise in the background? We stop so, that. Oh, sorry. What that are you doing, like pens then? Pens and pencils. Anyway, something over. Yeah, we can hear that, but you, you've, been fiddling, <laughs> you've been fiddling around in in the background, so stop I've it. I've been muted. No, you haven't. You thought you were muted, but you haven't been muted. Anyway, um, there were hundreds of people um, with the new West Ham top. Obviously, the the, the um, store did a roaring trade on Sunday. It Who was a are bit, these people? Well, they, Who are these maybe people? they're tourists or whatever, but there was lots of people. Finley said to me, right? Actually, I'm quite, you know, can we get it? And I said, all right, let's go on DJ Gate, uh, D, DH Gate, <laughs> buy it for tenor from China. Who are uh, DH Gate? Oh, they're very famous. You can get and, anything. And Do you not know not, DH Gate? No, are they not fraud? Are they not like, um, they're, are they real though? Yeah, they are, they are. Yeah. Because look, I, 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 when you mean you say, are play, they real? Well, no, they, at London they, Stadium, you look at them and you can 
you can see a real one and you can see a fake right. one. So, the so DHgate are the most famous <laughs> rip-off from China. You can get anything counterfeit. You can yeah. get football shirts, so you can get Rolexes. It's so a counterfeit you, the website. club stooge. Yeah, I'm not. I was joking. I was joking. Oh, you're joking. Okay. I was joking. I ain't going to buy a, a shirt anyway. I'll go probably on. get in a medium if I tried. Um, but uh, <laughs> You think you're going to go down in size, yeah? Listen, yeah, mate, I the only medium you'll get is Doris Stokes probably, pop up and tell could, you... Do you know what? Let me, let me tell you a story just to wind Granddad up. that works in the ironworks. Right. My waist size on my jeans was 38. I'm down to 34 now. Just say, Nigel. 34. I'll show you. On Saturday, I'll show you the jeans I'm wearing. They're 34 inch. Yeah, but I'm taller than you. <laughs> anyway, um, mate, I've, I've wore I've wore I, 38 I'm, jeans I'm, for years. I just lift it up and drop it over. All right, the top all I'll say is, is, I'm 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 getting used to the top, and I, I I'm I'm not sure I it, it's it's getting you know it's not wearing on me. What's the word? Um, growing, growing on me. I'll tell you one thing, and I didn't mention this earlier. It felt very weird that the London Stadium on Sunday was full of people in Man, um, Man United, um, Liverpool, Arsenal, be. mostly Arsenal, um, uh, Spurs, Chelsea, uh, Brentford, Fulham. They were all wearing the football tops. Did you uh, wear West Ham stuff to go? No, that? I didn't. No. Oh. Uh, lots of people did, though. And there was yeah, lots of West Ham shouting, Irons, Irons. Uh, yeah. But I just thought it was strange that people wear their own football tops to an England game. Yeah. Well, it wasn't really an England game, but you know. Anyway, sorry, I digress. Um, uh, the the new top is growing on me. Don't buy it from the H gate because it would be illegal. But it's still only ten pounds. Len, do you like the new shirt? Um, I never fall in love with any of them straight away. But it's not my. I, I'm not keen on the pattern. I don't like patterns on football shirts. Mm. That's all. I wouldn't have minded if you paid homage to that kit, but just... Well, I thought that kit was awful when it came out in the early 90s. Yeah, which is it. So I was never going to like this one. Me, the way I feel about it is I don't get people that that go through all this with kits because it's only going to be around for a year, Mm. if you're lucky, before the next one comes out. In six months' time, it'll be half price in the shop. And and our uh, football kits... Now, 90 quid for the full kit. For toddlers. For toddlers. Really? For toddlers. Full kit, 90 quid. Come on. Sometimes I'm glad I'm a bit out of touch. This is what I'm saying. The football is just... And the thing I don't get is is that when do the sheep wise up and stop paying the money? They don't. Stop it. Because the only way to do it is to do that. Yeah, they they were peering out of the door. For the uh, yeah, for the club, club store, the and and they were just buying. You know, they everybody had bought their their tops that night, and they still had their bag and with their normal clothes in it. That that's what was happening. Do you know, I think back to when I was like, I don't know, like a teenager, and I had the shirts, but I was never, I never really wore them at a game. I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, I, don't, I can't imagine. Back then, people would have put up with this because it's just branding nonsense, isn't it? Yeah. At the end of the day. Oh, do we got any thoughts on Stuart Pearce leaving? 
But he, he wanted to. Um, I'm told he he um, he turned sixty. He oh, wanted, and the answer to this. And he wanted to. Um, I'll tell you what I told him. He wanted right. to take it easier and and do broadcasting and stuff, and didn't want to be travelling around. Yeah, um, that's what I t- I heard that the expression I was I got, which is virtually the same, is he told someone, someone I know that all this football in life is commuted. He's had a two-hour trip each day, each each way, and he's always planned that when he's sixty, he's going to stop. So he's just just going to do the odd thing. And, it, and he just recently got remarried, I hear as well. Did he really? So yeah. I got told. Yeah, no, he's just always planned to retire that way. Mm. That mundane. How about that? It, I mean, yeah. there is something to that, right? Because, you know, I, I know journalists um, who travel with the team, you know, home and away, and it, it's it's, you know, staying in hotels and travelling all the time, Europe and everything, it's, it's it's a hard slog. It's it's non-stop during the season. And I suppose when you get to 60 and you're a coach, you sort of go, is it worth the money? You're not getting the big bucks. I don't know how no. someone like Stuart Pearce is going to be paid, but he's not going to get the mega bucks that David Moyes is getting, is he? He's probably on under grand a year. Uh, yeah, maybe. But, but he's probably but, not doing it for the money. No. But fair enough, when you get 60, you want to be slowing down. Well, certainly I will be, you know. Hmm. I'll be some kind of consultant. I ain't going to be uh, doing nine to five. Well, you're a doctor now. No. Oh, right. You can be a consultant in my line of work you as well. Can you imagine him being a doctor? What seems to be the problem, dear? <laughs> no, absolutely no sympathy or empathy at all. Hmm. You need a bit of fresh air. That's what you need. Get out on a bike. Have you got a bike? <laughs> I've got an electric one, you know. You know what one knows? You need the exercise, love. <laughs> yeah, that does sound like me. <laughs> uh, Dozzy finishes that his daughter come home from Qatar. Saw that. A week solidly to surprise me. He had a Father's Day. He's, he wants to know, what's the biggest surprise you've ever had? You've had a surprise, Sean? Well, I've gotten the scales uh, and see how much oh. I've lost. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, um, you know, I've had the odd surprise party, etc. But um, yeah, well, did you surprise the amount of people that turned up? Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, what did I? I won an award once. Uh, that uh, of the year. No, I won an award once. For, that was a surprise. Uh, you ever and it was presented by. Um, What's the guy that does um, the show with in in Wales with the comedian Ruth, whatever her name is? I tell you, you've narrowed that show down really well, Sean. You think the, what, the Ruth show has in Ruth? What's the name? It's got Simon Caddo. No, not Caddo. No, it's got it's in Barry. Well, oh, Gavin and Stacey. Gavin and Stacey. Who's the comedian? The Welsh guy. No, there's not a comedian. Is well, it? Rob. Um, yeah. Rob, he, uh, Rob, Rob Bryden. Rob Bryden. So he 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 presented me with my award, and then you're like what this. What was the award? It was the Green IT Project of the Year award, and and I went along <laughs> not knowing, and I got up on stage in front of a thousand people and and accepted this award, right? But someone there, this true story, um, videoed me accepting an award from Rob Bryden. And 
And then his agent contacted me to take it down <laughs> and said I didn't have Rob's permission. So I had to contact Rob to get permission to keep the YouTube up. True story. There you go. Oh, right. and that was the surprise. Do you know he was That's in right. Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels, Rob Bryden? Yeah, he was the traffic was warden. Oh, of course he was. Of course he was. Nice bloke. Does the same jokes on every gig he does, but he's a nice bloke. Well, now we know who you get your uh, uh, stuff from. Paul Turton says, Evening, gents. I hear the Sullivan is lending a somewhat dodgy guy 30 million to buy out Burnham City. Thoughts? Well, no, it's not, it's not true. true surely. Well, it, it is true, and it's yeah. not true. Lawrence Bassini. He's all... crooked as what? Hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, yeah, we don't say those kind of things on this podcast because well, according no evidence. To the... According to the what? Well, the reports I've seen. Oh, yeah, well, one of the I, papers I, I, it was, I, I, I no proof of that. Um, they go That's back, what they're alleging anyway. They are all business, you know what these papers are like? They are all business colleagues. And, and um, Sullivan's loan money. Are they to, really? They are. And they've has loaned money to they many projects. Um, and it's he has convict Sullivan who he, got convicted of earning immoral earnings. Yeah, that yeah. Well, that's well known many years ago. <laughs> um, he look Sullivan loans money to lots of business people. He has offered to loan Bassini, but I'm told my sources say it ain't gonna happen. So it doesn't matter. So Bassini is not gonna buy it, Birmingham. It's he's going to fail the fit and pers- fit and proper No, it's not that. It's just not in the front running. It ain't going to happen, so it's a non-story. So that's my point. Yes, the money is available as a loan with interest, but no, it's not going to happen. Is Sullivan going to become an owner? No, he's, he's, he's doing a very up Shit and proper loan to an old business colleague uh, and making interest out of it. Okay. But it won't happen because he ain't going to buy Birmingham City. So, move on. Like Michael Levy Jr. says, Evening, gents. He ain't got a question. Wants to give us his best wishes. Um, happy birthday for the 1st of June. Happy uh, birthday, Mike. mate. Uh, same day as Lynn. And oh, if we wish Brenda a happy birthday yet. Oh, no. Happy birthday to Brenda Hall. Happy, happy, birthday, birthday, Brenda. happy birthday, Brenda. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Brenda. Happy birthday to you. There you go. We've got Sean to sing you happy birthday. Not quite Doris Day, but it's the best we're going to get today. How have we got to nearly an hour and a half? Oh, no, you going on? You're not yeah. fucking gone on tonight, Sean. Have I? Oh, uh, you really have. Cricket. Martin Smithers says, what's the latest on Suchek? Brady out. Brady out. I think we discussed that. You know, Suchek wants... it. He thinks it's not fair that he doesn't earn anything close to Vlasic, who's... you got a pay riser. Who? who Suchek. Well, not really. When he joined, he joined yeah, on got a pay rise. twenty grand or something stupid. Then he got a pay rise. Then he got away. a pay rise. He probably well, doubled his... a pay rise. Hang then. on, hang on. Whoa, 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 cowboy! Twenty-five grand he joined because he got jo- right. joined on very low money. He doubled his wages to fifty. Yeah. Another pay rise. Was a pay rise, right? Yeah. Yeah. But now at fifty, people yeah. like he's Vlasic. a greedy cunt and he wants hundreds. No, he doesn't want a hundred. He wants ninety-five. Um, yeah, fuck me. N- yeah, but look. Ship if- him out the fucking no, prick. Why? 
You can't I can't like, fucking play him wants more money. He's, look, he's a, he's a battler, and if you're an agent, you want the best for your client. If you were Suchek, why shouldn't you earn ninety five grand a week? Well, tell him to go and fucking fight the man greedy. Him, fucking greedy. That's are what that allowed, is. Are we allowed to say that? Is that? Oh, look, I don't know. Oh no. I don't know whether anyone will pay Manu anything for um, Thomas Suchek. He could go abroad. He could be in, in the Premier League. Who knows? Someone has to put in a bid at valuation for him to be sold. That hasn't happened. So, again, it's a non-story until someone meets that valuation. So, let's not get ahead of ourselves. All my son getting ahead of him. And in September, I think we'll sit down with him again and offer him and, and Bowen another contract. Oh, well, there you go. So he can walk <sighs> in that contract meeting. Oh, fucking anyway. hate. Oh, I fucking hate closed season news. Oh, what no. the fuck did we invite him on for? <laughs> I was so much fucking happier with Lou last week. <laughs> All nice and fucking calm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fucking this is what hell. this is what Nigel said to me earlier, and he went, "Have you got any good news?" Yeah. And I went, "Shirt sales are up." <laughs> yeah. Didn't bite on that one, did you? No, didn't. Um, Adam Levitt thinks the club's got it wrong with the price of shirts. Yeah. Uh, they keep putting the price up, and he, and he does point out working class families get themselves and their kids kits. Um, you know, sixty five pound for a shirt. How much do you think goes to club? Uh, Sean, who <laughs> fucking the deal? How <laughs> much do you think? So fucking how, what? How who signs the deal? Don't spin it round just because the club only gets a, a fiver or a tenner. Who signs the deal? But we who have a technical partner, a shirt partner, like everything else. Well, there you go. But, you you would be surprised. They pay millions um, to to get these deals, right? So Umbro. they're paid up front then. So they buy the contract. So don't turn around and say the, the club only get a five or a shirt. Yeah, because they've had like a 25 or 30 million pound up front for the contract already. It's just, all I'll say is um, the margin on shirts is between, this is a known fact, between 7.5% to 15%. So it's a bit more mm. than a fiver. But mm. that's how much the margin is. Yeah? Well, I'd, different I mean, manufacturers listen, get different things. All but clubs are doing the same. It ain't West Ham. But no, 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 no. You're if, right. If, it's if it's the, the same clubs, thing. You know, at some point, the clubs could do something about it but they don't want to they want they're happy that the fans are winning they know if fans are willing to pay that that they'll pay off for even more tax that they'll make more money on so the clubs are more than happy to allow that it's 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 not just a it's a way of yeah i mean when did we agree our last deal we we agreed uh 2020 six six year deal Mm, um, I think we extended the Umbro deal. I've always preferred Umbro. Have you? Because I thought, well, no, the reason why they were, I don't know about now, they were, they were, they were a British company. Yeah. I've always liked the Adidas shirts. There you yeah. go. 25, there you go. So, uh, Umbro mm. deal 
um, is worth twenty-five million pounds uh, at five million pound a year. So a five-year deal, uh, mm. twenty-five million quid. That's a lot of money. Well, it ain't when though, and this is the thing. So what's what's you know what's the Tottenham shirt deal? Oh, it's a lot more. And this is yeah, this is you know, what we're interesting. Here's here's an interesting performance clause. Which Sean, I, can I honestly say, I don't really think it is interesting. It is interesting. You sure? It is. Go on, I'll let you say it. If it's not, I'm gonna. Slap it's it. really interesting. Go on. Then. Build up. So we earn five million pound a year from Mumbro, but if we break into the top four, that goes up three million pound to eight million pound a year. True fact. Oh, why is that interesting? Oh, because we ain't gonna do it, are we? Well, we nearly did. We were like three points off, um, two seasons ago. Oh, okay. One point we could have done it this season, just gone. Yeah. Uh, Lee Goddard says uh, he was beginning to get withdrawal symptoms. Brady out. Brady out. Gary Prince says evening, gents. Your mate Sean. Uh, do you know the situation with the loyalty points? Are they resetting? That's a really good previous question. Previous season's points coming off the total. <laughs> if they revert to type, then not last season's points, but the seasons before that, <coughs> when actually there was no away fans. So whatever. So basically, if have, we have revert you signed to type, up to the cup scheme, by the way? Uh, no. So if we re- revert to type, I don't like them being able to take my money. You get twice you... the points, though. What, if I have the cup scheme? What if you join the cup scheme? I don't know if you know that, but the cup scheme does. You get a point um, for buying a ticket automatically, and you get another point when you attend. True story. If I, if I, but if I, so if I buy a cup ticket yeah. you and get one attend, point. Yeah, you get one point. So I don't need to be in the auto cup scheme. Don't need to be in the cup scheme. Listen, listen. By being in the auto scheme, you get two points. Yeah. By buying just a normal cup game, you get one point. So they get really they're only they're just giving more points to season ticket holders. Yeah. They're giving points as a benefit to people who sign up to the cup scheme. Which you can only be a season ticket holder. Yeah, true. Yeah, so giving more fun. points to season ticket holders. Yeah, who joined the cup scheme? They'd be better off giving two points to people that travel to Burnley or places like. I, that I don't disagree with you there. Who travel to Stratford? Uh, Gary, is it, so um, is the club keeping the Whetstone ballot, uh, and will it be Carnage getting tickets if we reach the conference final? I think we should rename the ballot the Whetstone uh, ballot. In your honour, Sean. I I am I'm extremely lucky. Yeah, you do appear to be. Sean Cronin says Brady out. Brady out. I mean, yeah. Could you imagine if we do get to the comp? And this goes back to what I said earlier about football governance with UA from Fever. How can you have a stadium that holds twenty thousand? That's, that's yeah, balmy. It's balmy. That's nowhere near the biggest stadium in Prague either, is it? No. It's balmy. So yeah, and and Fucking what football. what what UEFA seem to be doing, surreptitious, whatever the word is, discreetly, yeah, is if you look back, and it did make me think. In two thousand and eight, Rangers got to the Europa League final and got beat. 
That final of the Europa League was held at Old Trafford, capacity 70,000. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So this year, um, and there was absolute chaos. I don't know if you know at that final. Um, there was no water to be had in the ground. Um, so there was some really bad scenes there fans taking ill because of the heat and there was Uh nothing to drink they couldn't get access to water or whatever yeah Um, that ground only held what 38,000 for the final yeah so it seems like a deliberate ploy to only have the big stadiums for the Champions League and lesser stadium for the Europa League and an even lesser stadium for that for the Conference League. Ignoring the fact that some of the biggest clubs in Europe may end up in the Conference League, i.e. dropping down, and and their support. You know, who are they running football for? Because I, I, don't, I don't get our... You know, these people manage to get away with doing this. Yeah. I wish I knew the answer. Do you you know, are you following the the court trial, Sean? Which one? Because there are many court trials. Uh, Well, it seems like... Not the heard one. No, uh, Platini and Blatter are up in court. Oh, yes, I have heard of this, yeah. So, um, it's one to look out for. And, and not suing each other, this, despite the fact they both hate each other, they're in the dock They together. do. Uh, they, this... um, uh, but, but I don't know if you've read the, what, what's happened today, because uh, it's on the fifth day, but um, uh, they seem to be doing quite well, su- suggesting the it all revolves around this, this payment yeah, uh, two that million. Seb made to yeah. Plantini. Um, which they have produced. What he's produced his invoice. He's produced evidence. It was legal. Yeah. Um, Right. Well, I suppose that's that's down for a. I'll just quickly for the listeners. Basically, Platini got paid two million pound for work as a consultant. Two million dollars. Two million dollars. Yeah. The thing is, the work he did as a consultant had been done seven or eight years prior. To the payment. So, you know, I don't know they'd either forgot about it, but not only that is, this was a verbal gentleman's agreement contract. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, between Blatter and Platini. When he so, became technical advisor in 1998. Yeah, yeah. You, so, draw your own conclusions there. Stelios Kiriakou, the goat herder from Cyprus. Who, says, who's in uh, Terra Molina, so I think he flew oh, back today. You know? Oh, is he? All right. Uh, yeah, he was going to take us to a fish restaurant, Sean. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You ate fish. I know. It was good, isn't it? Oh, I'll get you something decent. It's because I sent him quid. a picture of uh, some sea trout, like a yeah. wonderful sea trout I had on a, a lovely baby spinach bed and... and Royal Jersey potatoes yeah. mashed with mustard. It was beautiful. Yeah. If Gordon Ramsay Rushed. can't win me, mate, no crappy fish restaurant. With capers. Do you like capers? Them. Yeah. Do you like capers? Yeah, Rachel? they're funny, aren't they? They're, they're quite good. I, I, you know. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. I bet you don't even know what capers are. That's a good healing comedy, didn't you? Yeah. I do, yeah. Uh, yeah. The man in the white suit. They're green faces yeah. in brine that you have with, you know, you put on your smoked salmon. 
Oh, all right. <laughs> We've a bit of deal. We've a bit of deal. <laughs> the green people. I don't, I don't think you have capers probably in your house. No. Uh, we, I, I had fish tonight. Oh. Yeah, Finders battered. Oh um, my God. Todd's processed. It's been processed. You've got to go down fish. The, you've got to go down the fishmongers. Have you seen how fish. much they charge for fish, Sean? Yeah, I do. I won't even have fish out of the chip shop. I had a Savaloy last night. No, oh, but it's not proper man. fish, you know. You got well, Savaloy is not fish. It's a sausage. Yeah, no, I know you, you got to buy the fish. It'll make it worthwhile oh. for the fishermen to go. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I know. I like we'll charge us less than I ain't paying a tenner just for a bit of cod. Uh, no, you've got, to, you've got, to, you know. How big is this bit of cod? Is that how much you're paying me on your way? Yeah, mate. You need, say it's gone you need some monkfish or my favourite, black cod, which is not really cod. So, my, my nephew, Billy, you're right, Bill, if you live, he sent us a picture. At last, in Berry, where he lives, they're doing Savaloy and chips. Oi, oi, Savaloy. And because they'd never had it up there, and it was quite funny. But it was three pound fifty for Savaloy chips and a roll. Three pound fifty for Savaloy chips and a roll. Fish is expensive. Have you ever had black cod? Sean, that's like six quid down here. I know, but have you ever had black cod? Black cod. Yeah. That was a great Led Zeppelin track. That was. It's a sable fish, but it's called black cod. A what? Sable fish. Stable fish. Sable fish. Oh, right. It's called black cod, and if you have it, you would know. It's just the Ooh, most... Is it black? It's, it's not black, no, it's white. Why is it called black cod, then? Um, I'd, it's a good question. Um, but it's a white fish. Oh, right. Um, I don't oh, know. God. It's a good question. Why is black cod called black cod? I don't know. Maybe it's black. It's reassuringly expensive. There you go. All oh, right, there you go. Hang it for me. I mean, I must admit, I did feel a bit of a... I walked in, I'm, there's like some 17-year-old girl looking at me, and I'm thinking, is she going to know what a Wally is? And I couldn't for the life of me think what a Wally is actually called. A gherkin, so a gherkin. Yeah, well, that's what I went like, and I looked at her, I went, I want chips, a lot of Savaloy, and I went, and you did, got a Wally? You know what a Wally? And she went, pickle gherkin. I went, that's what it's called. Yeah, I just call them Wallies. But apparently Wallies, it was, I don't know, the Jewish people bought it over from East Europeans in the late 19th century. Something to do with olives as well. Pickled olives and pickled cucumbers. You know, uh, traditionally, a serveloy was made of pig's brains. Hmm. Was it? Yeah, it's from the French word serveloy, as in serve do, do you think we've possibly strayed into a fish and food podcast? Well, we brought yeah. the fish and chips Me, up, me. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we do like a bit. I could murder a bit of fish and chips. I do like a, a, I do like a nice bit. Of, when people say I don't eat fish, I eat cod. Yeah, a battered cod. How about red mallet? Red mallet? Yeah. Well, mallet, that's the mallet. geezer out of um, Jack Frost, wasn't it? The TV detective. He was the chief inspector mallet. We're, 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 Stel, we'll go to that fish restaurant we're taking. Mate, you When we went to Gordon Ramsay's, it was worth the visit just to watch you. Yeah, but Gordon Ramsay at least dished me up a bit of venison, didn't it? Which I was a bit conscious about. But when I ate it, I thought, actually, that weren't bad. And, and don't forget the white truffles. Yeah, I didn't have that, though, did I? Oh, you're missing out. Anyway, back to the podcast.
Yeah. And the question um, time. Does the board back? I'll tell you what, England are getting it right in the arse. They're 3-0 down. No. Yeah. There'll be a new West Ham way next week. We're getting relegated. Fucking yeah. hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Have they brought uh, Rice back on or not? Is he... Is Rice come on? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. I've got one eye on it. I mean, they're all over the place defensively. Absolutely all over the place. Mm. You can see, no, you know, when those goals, those goals, those games, you can see goals coming. You say, this is, this is going to be a goal. They're well, the it looks like we get relegated. So, um, now, that was our big chance to not go down. But still. Oh, uh, Good work. Is Moise the Diverer, Moise the Diligent, or Sullivan the Tire Ass? Does the ball back or not back, Moise? Please, no politician answers, Sean. Um, remember, the board is made up of 12 members now. And in fact, I've just written a story tonight to, to name those 12 people on the board, right? So it's not just Gold and Sullivan. We've got Gold, Sullivan, we've got Rita, right? Karen to you. We've got Andy Mullet, who's the CFO. We've got Daniel Harris. We've got Daniel Grzynski. We've got Pavel Krotsky, if I remember his name. Uh, we've got Dan Cunningham, um, husband of, of Vanessa or Jacqueline. I can never remember which. We've got Dave J- Dave Sullivan Jr. We've got uh, Jack Sullivan. Uh, have I got up to? And Trip Smith. That should be 12. Well done. So those 12 are now the board, right? Not... Just Golden Sullivan and and Daniel, and therefore it's done by committee, yeah. and 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 yeah, therefore <laughs> there is money because we earn thirty eight million pound from um, Europe. I understand we are prepared. We didn't spend money in in the um, January, obviously, and so money is available. And I I understand Daniel was prepared after his thirty million pound. We talked about earlier bonus from Sainsbury's is super, supermarket sweep, as I put in the headline, you know, he's prepared to loan us money at an interest rate. So money is available, It's but it's up to David Moyes to spend it. So I think he, to answer, it was a long answer, but the board, all 12 of them, are backing the manager, but it's up to him to get the right players that he thinks can take the team forward. Make of that what you will. I don't think that was a politician's answer. Right, there you go, still. You asked, he answered. Matty Kemp says, Evening, gents. Is there genuine interest in a guard? Yes, in yes. in spades. And then he asked a question, why is it so complicated to get the deal over line? Well, the truth is, is because as we broke here exclusively on more than just a podcast, yeah. uh, four weeks now, it seems, since he yeah. first set foot in the country, yeah, he, he popped in to say hello. Um, you know, the, these deals do take time. Do we it's tell what, how the sausages are made? How we no. put two into... Oh, no, well, right, I try right. to, but you keep telling me off. Um, and you might get some as well. Uh, Chris Ashton, who I think's a troll, says, when is C&H going to be shut down for the BS they put up? Well, that's a bit harsh. Yeah, I hope he's not right. talking about my stories. Well, probably. Uh, he probably don't read it, to be honest. Uh, Chrissy Mills, super Chrissy Mills, I should say, 
uh, evening, gents. It says fantastic Mexican wave the other night. Excellent. Uh, yeah, not sure. I've uh, not sure I've even seen a football stadium ever looking worse. Just embarrassing. <laughs> Look, it's it, it, it's been put into multi-stadium mode, yeah. so they just remember, it. Chris. It ain't a football stadium as well. We know, but, but you know, um, do you know what? I never heard anyone complaining about the gap between the pitch and everything because they were there for a bit of fun. You know, soccer yeah, aid is not great, about brilliant football. Yeah. Oh no, um, so I don't know why people get carried away. Do a lot of work for charity. Yeah. Sean, can you confirm the latest transfer budget? Well, I get in trouble every time I say this, right? Well, say it then. So, my understanding is there is up to £100 million available, right? Going down, isn't it? Plus an extra 50 loaned by Daniel, plus the sum of anything that is outgoing. That hasn't changed. My stance hasn't changed. But it's irrelevant because, as we've already said, budgets don't really mean anything in the new board. All 12 will be meeting. Anything over £2 million needs to be voted by the board. So it's sort of irrelevant what the budget is because the board will be... It's it's transfers by committee. Now, they've got to back the manager. It, It seems a bit of a bizarre way to do it. I mean, what happens if they vote and the ball don't agree on a player? I mean, where does that leave David Moyes? It seems a really strange position. But it's in black and white that expenditure over £2 million needs to be agreed by the by the main board. Do they just rubber stamp it? Or can they really veto um, a transfer? It, uh, it could lead us in a slightly difficult position. All right. Well, last two to finish up. Uh... Dave's son, old Ted Sexton, hello, today we do him. Because he did ask last night what's going on. And uh, I did explain that Sean's diary was very busy, but he might fit us in. Uh, evening always says, what is the Ariola situation? Well, we're going to sign him, Ted, basically. I, I, I don't think there's, any, as I said earlier, no genuine interest from the two clubs that have been quoted. No. And I'm sure. But where does that come from? It, it comes from um, a good, uh, not a club source, but a oh. someone in the industry who's, who's very well connected. Oh, think of an old Galaxy advert. Anyway, oh, shut up. What? Whoa, Galaxy advert. Whoa, what? How does that give it away? Dear Smooth right, and dear. creamy. No, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we finish up with uh, Ian Gravitt. Brady out. Brady out. I'd like to finish on that. That's how we finish. There you go. Wow. How many hour hours? Do you know what? We're nearly two hours. We're at all yeah, you go minutes. on, Sean. I'm sorry. Um, it's all right. Anything else? Any plugs before we say our goodbyes? No. When are we starting up the new... We're going to start up a Super 6 again, try and remember to do it in a fancy league, maybe? Well, I generally, we start them at the start of the season. Yeah. Are we not very close to the start of the season? Uh, not for another six weeks, I believe, or seven weeks. Oh, OK. There you go. We might be back. We might not be. I doubt we'll stay away for too long. I've been Sean. Nigel well, me and Len will be back. We've got yeah, propaganda to do. So. Uh, I've been Sean. Nigel has been... 
I'm a bit tired, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Still working. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lennon's been... Pissed off by football again. Yeah, Keep I know. Keep it out of summer. No, I know, I know. Keep I know. it out of summer. Come on. All this you... football noise. Come on, you. News. Come on, you irons. Bye. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.